Eagle Nation, you're listening to Gotta Talk, a podcast dedicated to all things Georgia Southern football. Now, here's your hosts, Matt Monty and Cody Anderson. So Georgia Southern getting back on the right track, 41 to 17 against Coastal Carolina. They improved to eight and three overall, five and two in the conference. Um, and uh, going into the final game of the season, Cody, final game of the regular season, um, up in Atlanta uh, for a uh, for a road game, which uh, we 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 hope will kind of turn into a. Uh, at least a partial home game um, against those uh, those kitty cats uh, up there in Atlanta at Georgia State, um, and uh, a chance to uh, improve to uh, nine wins, uh, matching uh, 2014 and 2015, and, um, and and then from there a bowl game, and then a potential for a uh, for a tenth win, the most wins um, ever uh, since being an F- uh, FBS member. Yeah, which is really exciting. It was is kind of really great to kind of get this monkey off our back uh, with this two game losing streak and and really just have a dominant performance. Um, I'll tell you this, Matt. If we play like this every time I predict us to lose, I will say that we will lose every game here on out. If if that guarantees us just taking it to opponents like the way that we did the this or tonight. Yeah, and we'll and we'll, uh, we'll definitely recap that Coastal Carolina game and and uh, you know that 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 huge second half, thirty eight unanswered points uh, for the Eagles, um, and just just a much much needed win. Um, obviously, these uh, these last two weeks not going um, in our favor, uh, but you know not not only getting the win, but but getting in the way we did, um, just just so crucial, Cody. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, not to to squeak by this team but to really come out and just kind of shove it down their throats um and, and really just kind of dominate them especially in that second half is, is just great to see and hopefully we kind of see the beginnings of everything starting to click for this team and that this not only you know rolls into this week coming up but rolls into the ball game and then we take this into next uh season which should be pretty exciting to watch yeah absolutely so we'll uh We'll we'll get into recapping uh, Coastal now, and then um, obviously preview uh, that that huge game against Georgia State, and uh, you know how uh, obviously they're not having the year that they hoped for, but um, they've taken the last three uh, three games from us. Um, so you know, just just uh, just a must win really up there, not just to uh, you know improve to to nine and three, but um, to to get that huge win on rivalry weekend. Yeah, let's let's just call it like it is this is all for pride and all for bragging rights um i don't think uh we need to win another one to guarantee us a bowl victory i think this game tonight and getting that eighth win i think pretty much guarantees us that we're in a bowl this is all about bragging rights this is all about ending this three-game losing streak that should have never have happened and um I, you know kind of echo the same thought that i did last week this is about recruiting as well so we need to come up we need to go up there and really take care of business and put it on it like we did in uh, 2014 so that's Cody and Matt. Uh, thanks as always for listening to Gotta Talk, and uh, let's get it going. Let's get it. So looking back at uh, Coastal Carolina, forty-one seventeen. You know, a, a tale of two halves, Cody. Um, you know, we 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 started the game. Uh, they marched right down the field. Uh, you know, methodical. Uh, and and get that score. Uh, we, you know, we come down. It, it seems that you know the dive plays working. You know, we're we're kind of marching down. Drive stalls. We get a Tyler Bass field goal. 
um, you know, make it 7-3. They come down, they get the field goal, and then, you know, we, we, we tie it, get the field goal uh, to in the half, 13-10, um, to 10, um, and then come out in the second half, 38, like I said, 38 unanswered points. Um, just taking it to him. We got that that dive play working. Uh, got some, got some huge runs. Uh, Wesley Fields uh, having a, just a huge day um, on the ground uh, with 148 yards on 20 carries. We got uh, Monteo Garrett going uh, six carries for 75 yards, and Logan Wright four carries for 72 yards. Uh, we eclipsed the 400, the elusive 400 yard rushing mark for the first time. Uh, this year, Cody, uh, with uh, with 408 yards on the ground. Yeah, rushing game looked great. Um, dive play was there. Big games from Fields, Garrett, and Wright, as well as Kennedy. Uh, it was just a, a great all-around performance by the offense. Um, I think you, you tweeted earlier about how well uh, Logan White Wright looked in uh, in this game, and I, I completely agree with you. He is His future is bright here, and I can't wait to see him as he gets more carries going into the future. Yeah, just a mountain of a man, man. I mean, like he, he, like looking, watch, watching that kid run. I mean, he's he's huge. He he might be the biggest back. I know we've had some really big fullbacks and stuff back when we, uh, you know, ran the wishbone. But man, he he is so big. I mean, on 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 that one uh, long, uh, you know, fifty nine yard run. I think he broke two or three tackles, and I mean, he he looked like AP. I mean, honestly, like he he was just breaking tackles like it was nothing. Yeah, that touchdown run was great. Um, you just took the words out of my mouth. I was about to say he broke like two ta- or three tackles on that run. Um, I think two guys hit him at the same time, and then some guy tried to tackle him at the shoulder, and he just leveled that guy, and then it was on. He was to the house. Um, just a fantastic run. But also, I mean, Fields was a workhorse today, man. 20 carries, nearly 150 yards, two touchdowns. Just a fantastic day from him um, in, in, a, in a great way for a senior to kind of lead the way and lead that backfield and, and really, and really kind of take over there in that game. It was great. Absolutely. And, and you know, that, and that's something that we obviously were hoping for in, uh, you know, on senior night, uh, you know, l- last week against Troy, um, you know, didn't happen. He, he certainly got the carries, uh, not n- near anywhere close to the production. Um, but we also got a lot of, uh, you know, other guys involved. Uh, you know, I mentioned Logan Wright, Got Monteo Garrett, you know, with uh, with six carries for seventy five yards and a touchdown. Also, uh, Wesley Kennedy, you know, a guy that that we talked about, you know, has uh, played in the slot a lot. Uh, you know, uh, to begin the season, we've been playing him recently. Uh, you know, getting him uh, some some play in the backfield. Uh, he only had uh, you know just a handful of carries the last two weeks, and we we talked about you know he's he's one of our our, our best players, if if not our, our best playmaker. And, uh, and you know we're not getting the ball enough. We got got on the ball eight times, um, you know, against Coastal. Uh, he had 59 yards, uh, you know, 7.4 uh, yards um, average, uh, you know, no touchdowns, but but seeing him and and, and Logan Wright getting involved, um, you know, it's, it's just great to see. It is, and he also had two catches too. Um, so he got a total of, of 10 touches, at least on the offensive side, not including, you know, punting and kickoffs and all, you know, all that he does for special teams as well. So yeah, it's great. He got to touch the ball ten times on the offensive side. Um, that was for sixty-eight yards total. So it's great when he touches the ball. Good things happen, and you know his stats may not pop off the the stat sheet like it does for Fields and and Wright and Garrett, 
um, in this game, but still he looked great out there playing today. Um, and his ability to his ability to to me to recognize that the the dive play or the, or the hole up the middle isn't working, and his ability to pop it out to the outside and at least get positive yardage, I think is fantastic. It's a, it's a great uh, great thing to see, and it's kind of different, and it's it's something that teams have to prepare that hey, if this guy gets a ball going up the middle be careful because he, he'll pop out and go around and get five or six yards. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, you mentioned uh, Kenny, you know, with the with the two receptions. Uh, let's also, you know, give a shout-out to uh, Najee Thompson. Um, you know, uh, you know he's a, a freshman, um, you know, kind of highly touted. Uh, he got a one reception for 22 yards. Um, you know, just really, really good to see him kind of get involved. Yeah, he's been playing really, really well on special teams. Um He's a speedster, really, really fast guy. I think he did track in high school and competed very, very well at his high school um, in track and field. Um, so it's it was really great to see him on the offensive side of the ball get a little bit of production. On I think it was like a, what the uh, the toss sweep um, yeah. that he kind of took it and got around the corner and and got you know like you said those twenty two yards. Um, I can't wait to see how the best continues to use him in this offense going forward. Um, but he's an excellent weapon to have. And if we have the fastest guys on the field, the best is going to have a field day with our guys. And I think it's going to be great things to see going forward. Well, and, and that goes back to, you know, getting getting our playmakers involved. You know, it's something that we didn't see so much, you know, the last two weeks. You know, we've talked about getting the, the dive play going. That's something that we couldn't get going against ULM, couldn't get going against Troy. Um, it was working fairly consistently, uh, especially in the second half um, against Coastal. Uh, but also just just having so many players touch the ball um, and 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 getting that variety, um, I think helps, and then it's it's really refreshing, and encouraging to see that out of this offense. Yeah, it is, and and the and the, and the great thing that 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 does is that it limits or, or it doesn't make it to where Shy has to carry the entire load. Um, and it allows him not to take as many hits, and it allows him to kind of really be a general out there and kind of dictate, you know, who gets the ball and and really kind of just navigate this offense down the field without him really taking the blows that we kind of saw him take, you know, for the first six, seven, eight games of this season. Let's talk about shy words too uh, for a minute. Obviously, the last two games, uh, you know, not really going the way he wanted. Didn't uh, jump off the page. Um, the, the stat page as much as he did, uh, obviously, the rest of the season. Um, so, you know, so, some people were talking about how we kind of live or die and, you know, the offense kind of runs through him. And, and, you know, that that it, I think that is the case uh, to a degree. Um, I mean, you can certainly say that with uh, pretty much any uh, any offense in, in, in college football or football in general that runs all runs to the quarterback, but especially kind of run based option offenses. But you know he he certainly hasn't had the production. Um, you know the the last two games against Yolam and Troy that he did. Uh, the, you know the all the games before that had, he was four for six uh, through the air for thirty three yards against Coastal. Only carried the ball six times for thirty eight yards. Did have that touchdown. Um, but you know, this, this was interesting, Cody, because, you know, you, you could, you know, you had that group that was kind of making that argument that, you know, shy needs to kind of dictate this offense and, 
and get all those carries and, and kind of do more himself, you know, take, you know, put it on his shoulders and, uh, and, and carry this team, you know, something that, that you didn't see these last two weeks and really stat wise, kind of the same story with this game, but obviously much, much different result. Yeah, definitely a different result. And that was all because we could get that up the middle, that dive play going. As we saw today, if, if we can get that going, that really, that really takes the the to me the pressure off a of shy to to have to make plays and to go out there and, and to and to really you know use his feet use his body to 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 really kind of get this offense going and that's great I mean if we can continue to to really use his dive play and to use it this well going forward then this is just gonna this will just I don't see how a team will really be able to beat us if that's the case because if we can just keep on getting six, seven, eight yards up the middle and nobody can stop us, we're going to be very, very hard to beat. Yeah, now let's move to uh, to the defense. Been a strong point the whole year. Um, obviously, the last two weeks, um, you know, has uh, not you know, not, not gone the way we, we wanted, right? I mean, you know, that you had the secondary, uh, getting burned on some plays, uh, we were, you know, giving up far too many yards on the ground, uh, than we did earlier in the year. And then, you know, uh, again, against Coastal, you kind of thought, here we go again, you know, with, with that first kind of long drive, you know, 70 plus yards, uh, just kind of methodical going down the field for Coastal, um, you know, they, they, they come down again and, uh, you know, we, we hold them there, you know, to, to three, um, but, they, but they're kind of having our way again. And then, uh, you know, open the second half, uh, making adjustments, uh, something that um, I don't want to say you, you didn't see against uh, ULM and Troy, uh, but they, they certainly didn't work <laughs> if, if they were there. Um, so, you know, what, whatever, they, whatever uh, adjustments Scott Sloan uh, made at half, they certainly worked against Coastal, um, basically shutting them out in the second half um, after, uh, you know, taking a, a 13 to th- or 13 to 10 um, lead. They, uh, you know, gave up that garbage touchdown late in the game. Um, but but basically just completely shut them down in the second half. Yeah, and, and you can really say that after the second drive, the adjustments were made then because they didn't do anything after that field goal the rest of the game. Um, just to kind of put it in perspective, um, on the touchdown drive, Coastal got 75 yards. On their field goal, they got 57 yards. So you add that together, and it's 132 yards, total yards between those first two drives. And they ended the game um, with a total yards of 189. So they only got 57 yards the rest of the game, which is really, really dominant, obviously. And it shows just how well that defense um, shut down Coastal after that field goal. And, you know, that was that's huge, right? Because if, if our defense is playing that well with the way that our offense played tonight, man, we're going to be tough to beat coming up against State and uh, whoever we get in the bowl game. So that, you know, the last two games have been very frustrating on a, a number of, of, of reasons. One, that the, the pass defense had been pretty poor between ULM and Troy. And, you know, we just couldn't really seem to stop um, either one of those teams, and, and both those teams put up um, a lot of points on us. And that it just was not what we were used to, you know, prior to that. So it's great to see that this defense came out, probably had a chip on their shoulder, probably wanted to prove to themselves and to everybody that, hey, look, 
were not what you've seen these last two games, and we're going to show it tonight, and, and they did. Um, so that was that was fantastic to see. Well, you know, and and I think it's important to bring up. So you know, Coastal obviously isn't the you know offensive powerhouse that maybe ULM or Troy is, especially passing the ball. Um, you know, they're certainly more kind of a run team. You know, the, you know they 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 kind of run a lot of option and you know zone read and things like that. So I mean, do do you think that came into play with you know our our, our defense kind of locking down in the second half and. Um, maybe taking away some of the things they were doing in the passing game uh, to have them focus on the run, hone in on that, and and shut them down. I mean, obviously, you know, Troy was just kind of had their way with us, uh, you know, passing the ball. You know, ULM did too, obviously. But you know, do, do you think that kind of came into play of of just you know how how Coastal's not not as much of a threat through the air? Yeah, I think that's that's part of it, but it's not like they can't throw the ball. Um, yeah, I mean, it probably, it, it definitely, you know, when you're a, a freshman quarterback um, back there leading Coastal, and, and like, I mean, as you said, their offense isn't as, as, as great as ULM or Troy's passing attack. So, yeah, I'm sure that, that, that the secondary and, and linebackers probably came in there with a little bit added confidence and, and probably really felt great going into this game, and I think that clearly showed. Once when we were able to kind of shut down their run game, um, we kind of really saw that they didn't really have anything else really to go to, and our, our you know, after that, we we just shut them down. They weren't moving the ball at all. So yeah, that that probably is a, is a big part of it. But it's great to see that our defense did not lack confidence and didn't come in here uh, with their heads hanging low and kind of you know not getting past ULM or Troy. You know, you could kind of see that was out of their minds, and that this was a whole new game. And that this was a whole new chance to come out here and prove themselves, and they did, and they did a great job. And you know, with with turnovers, I mean, we talked about that all year. Uh, you know, going going even in this game, uh, each had a fumble, but uh, you know, still remain uh, plus twenty one uh, in in turnover margin, which is just uh, unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Um, that's is that's just as you said, phenomenal. And think that we have a shot at. at setting the record, uh, school record for, for a turnover margin, and hopefully we'll be able to break that next week against State. So now let's uh, l- let's turn uh, to Georgia State. So, um, well, 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 hold on, hold on. Yeah. I got one more thing to say. Yeah, yeah, And that is, it is, it is fantastic that we got to beat uh, Chadwell, um, especially for the comments that he made last year and kind of how he's really dogged us since he got looked past or didn't get choose for the, for the head coaching job. I think it's fantastic that we that we just annihilated him uh, this week and and really just kind of shoved it in his face from everything that he's kind of talked trash about us ever since uh, last season. That's true. Well, yeah. I mean, for for those who I mean, if you're listening to this, you probably know, but but Jamie Chadwell, obviously a a candidate for uh, the Georgia Southern job, uh, uh, you know, a few years back, um, the former head coach at Charleston Southern. Um, he's offensive coordinator now at Coastal, and uh, and and yeah, like we mentioned, uh, just completely uh, shut him down uh, and 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 his offense down in the second half. Um, so. That's uh yeah that 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 is great to see. A- yeah. Anytime that you can kind of shove that in in you know someone's face, that's 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 great. Well, and, and here's the thing: like, I think most of our fan base probably is in agreement. You know that if if you were to choose between Chadwell and, and Summers, even before you know Summers completely ruining the last two three seasons, I think most of us would have said, yeah, Chadwell would probably be the better pick here. Well, he was and the so, most established head coach. At the time. Yeah, and 
I get being upset that you didn't get the job, but don't take it public and and don't try to call out the university. That doesn't make you look good, and it just kind of really makes you look immature. Uh, so to see us kind of really come out here and dominate and uh, and really kind of put it to them is just great. So now let's go to Georgia State. So the the, the Kitty Cats in Atlanta um, with, you know, certainly not having the season that they, they wanted, uh, you know, after, you know, a, a pretty good year last year. Um, you know, making, uh, making a bowl, they, uh, are just two and nine. Um, they have lost six straight. Uh, they have lost, uh, nine of the last 10, um, that lone win coming against, uh, Louisiana Monroe, uh, 46 to 14, kind of the anomaly, uh, of the season. We kind of mentioned it when we were previewing the ULM game, um, even after we lost to ULM of, you know, how did Georgia state beat this team and beat them this bad? Um, you know, their, their other win coming, uh, in the season opener against, uh, Kennesaw state, you know, a game I watched, uh, Cody, I know, I think you watched some of it too. It was a game Kennesaw state should have won. Um, you know, they lost 24 to 20. They, they had more fans there, uh, you know, as a, as a, uh, Metro Atlanta school, uh, you know, that certainly get more fan support than, than Georgia state, but yeah, just, just two wins this season. Um, they, they can put up some points. Um, certainly not a team that you can overlook. Um, it is rivalry week. Uh, they have been us the last three years. We certainly can't take them for granted. Um, but, it, but it's a, it's, it's a, a game and a team that we should, um, especially after what we've shown that we can do against Coastal, um, that we should go in and dominate. Yeah, we should. Without question, we should dominate this game. Um, but as you said, this is rivalry week, and we've lost the last three. And last year, we should have beat them. Um, we had three turnovers that really kind of kind of cost us the game there. That kind of gave them great field position. Well, one was a scoop and score, um, and then one kind of gave them great field position to get the go-ahead touchdown. Uh, so... You know, it's it's we should have won last year. There is no excuse for how bad we played in 2015. Um, we shouldn't have lost that game. There was no reason why we should have lost the game the way that we did. And then 2016, well, we just know that that was uh, a coaching problem. And uh, but it was again, it's it was the the summer's problem. So it was um, it's just been frustrating. Um, should have we should have won two out of the last three for sure. Um, but we didn't, and you know, if we if we go into this game overconfident and, and thinking that we've won this before we even walk out there, it could look like 2015 all over again. Uh, so hopefully that's not the case. Georgia State does have pretty uh, talent um, talented players on their offensive side of the ball, to say the least. The quarterback's not bad. They have a really decent running back, and of course we all know about Penny Hart. So. It, we should beat them. We should probably beat them with ease, um, kind of the way that App beat them tonight. Um, but, you know, again, this is a road conference game. It's rivalry, rivalry week. Dang, I'm having a hard time saying that. Um, yeah, it's, it's a hard one. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, we have to play the game. We just can't play it on paper. So hopefully, hopefully we, we dominate this game and really, really stick it to them. So Dane Ellington, uh, their, their junior quarterback, uh, he, you know, had a, had a decent game against App State in their, their last game. They lost uh, 45 to 17. 
132 yards, uh, 10 for 21 in that game. He's got uh, 1,800 yards on the year. Um, also a, a mobile guy, uh, Cody. Uh, you know, he can definitely move around there. Um, so, you know, definitely uh, can't can't take him for granted. And, uh, you know, we've we've definitely seen some, uh, you know, some mobile quarterbacks give us trouble uh, this season. Yeah, he had 113 yards uh, rushing against out um, in this game. So, yeah, he can definitely run the ball. Uh, and will be he'll be difficult to contain, um, but we should. Um, the The interesting thing about this, as you said, they can't put up points, uh, and they have. I mean, they put up thirty five against Arkansas State. They put up thirty four against Coastal. They put up thirty one against Texas State, which we know how well Texas State can play defense. They held us to fifteen and just held Troy to twelve. So you know they can put up points. The the bad thing or the, the, the well the the thing that kind of gets them in trouble is that it appears they have no defense at all and all of their losses so they're two and nine and all of their losses this year they've given up thirty or more points in each of them the only two games that they've won they've held their opponents under twenty points um, so if their defense doesn't show up we'll um, we should come out with a victory yeah well and one again was against uh, Kansas State a very good FCS team but an FCS team. And the other was against ULM, which again was kind of an anomaly, but that was at you know at, at a part of the season, uh, just in the um, fifth game there, uh, you know, week five, that uh, ULM was still kind of not yet catching their stride. Uh, you know, they've definitely kind of come on um, as of late. Uh, you know, they struggled early on in the season. So, um, so yeah, so I mean, that, that's, that's a really good point that uh, that hopefully uh, you know with with us, uh, you know, primarily being a run team, um, that, that doesn't hurt us, uh, kind of being like one dimensional, uh, that, you know, they, they kind of game plan for us, like, uh, like, like Troy did and ULM did, um, and, and shut us down. Obviously Coastal tried to do that. It didn't work for them. Um, they also give up a, a ton of yards on the ground. Um, uh, so, you know, I, I I think we're in good shape in this, uh, but but like you said, I, I think we just need to come in, um, you know, not not thinking that the win is is a sure thing, and, and just come in and take care of business. And um, I I think we'll do that. I I think uh, by beating Coastal, that I mean you you could argue losing to Coastal and having you know three straight losses, then it's it's like kind of desperation mode. Um, for this game, but I, I honestly think uh, being Coastal and being beating them the way they we did, um, that that is like the best case scenario for going to this game. I think uh, I don't think we'll uh, you know go in overconfident um, because, like we said, they've they've taken the last three games. Um, it's going to be a even though it's a road game, uh, we're going to have a huge crowd there. I, I know we will. I think it will be very similar to uh, 2014 um, in the Georgia Dome. Uh, we're we're planning to do a whiteout again. Um, it, if anything, you know, in, in their new stadium there in the old Turner Field, um, I think it might even be uh, more more dominant of of a Georgia Southern uh, crowd than we saw in 2014. Um, uh, you know, especially after coming off this uh, this huge coastal win. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think the. We should have a really, really good turnout turnout for this uh, this game, man. I just I think the thing that kind of sticks out to me about Georgia State is as I'm looking at their stats, they're averaging right now, um, and I don't know if this this has been updated through this week because um, I'm getting this from ESPN, so it may not have been at, updated after the App State game. 
Um, but it's showing that they've given up 496 yards a game on defense, and that's split pretty much 50-50, you know, between pass and rushing yards. So that that looks pretty pretty good for us as far as we should be able to move the ball on them and that we should hopefully be able to put up some points. And, you know, if we do that, I think we win this game. So uh, from that, let's let's just go ahead and go into predictions, Cody. Uh, so we'll, we'll we'll start with you. Uh, you know what what do you think the uh, the final score will be here against Panthers? I'm torn about this because, as I said earlier, if, if we play like this, no, do dominate. not pre- do not predict us to lose <laughs> against Georgia State. Cody. No, 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 Don't no. You I, do it. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. Um, we should win this game. Um, and. It'll it, it's gonna it's a rivalry game, so it's it's gonna be a tough tough match. It's gonna be hard fought. Um, it, do I think that that Lunchford pulls a, a Willie Fritz here and we put up sixty nine points on them and and really just kind of embarrass them in in Atlanta? I don't, but I would not be surprised if we get up in the forty points um, again. It's like forty five to seventeen. 40, yeah, forty-five, seventeen. Yeah, I, I honestly think it can be almost deja vu of this, uh, this coastal game. You know, I, I think it could be maybe a little too close for comfort in the first half. Uh, maybe not, maybe not as much. Um, but you know, uh, maybe we have like a ten-point lead at half, or or a fourteen-point lead at half, and then just really kind of run away. Um, you know, get get the dive play going. Uh, you know, get some pitches, maybe. You know, pull pull out some stops. I, I I think I think we will, if 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 we get in a position to kind of rub in a little bit, I think we will. Um, you know, you know, like you said, maybe not to the degree uh, that we did um, under Fritz, but um, I, I think we get in the forty point category, maybe like forty two uh, to like twenty four something like that you know um i i I think they will get some points on us uh i think most of those will come either early or uh late when the game's already out of reach um but uh yeah hopefully it's 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 not close at 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 really any uh point of the game yeah hopefully it's not i think what i will be more interested to see is with as to me as with as amped up as everybody should be about this game is can we keep our cool can we keep our composure and not um, commit the the stupid penalties like the unsportsmanlike conduct or the late hit. You know, can we, you know, not do the things that we haven't done all season? Um, and so, uh, can we can we still keep our composure and and not and not let ourselves get caught up in the heat and all the emotion that this game will bring? Exactly, and we and we saw you know we've seen that. Very sparingly, right? Like we saw it a little bit against Troy, maybe against ULM. Um, obviously, we lost both of the, both of those games. Only uh, you know two penalties for uh, for seventeen yards against Coastal. Um, so yeah, as as long as we keep that composure, stay disciplined, um, you know, do our thing, run our offense. Um, you know, I, I don't see them really stopping the dive. I think we can dominate them up front. Like you said, their defense is, is, is pretty weak. And if, if we can do that, control the clock, um, and just, and just kind of grind and grind and grind, I, I, I think we're fine. Um, you know, I, I think we definitely, uh, 
come away with a win and, and a convincing win. Um, and, and let's, let's talk about that, Cody. I mean, you know, if, if, if this, this does happen and, uh, we, we improved to nine and three, I mean, what, what a season that is. And I mean, we can, we can obviously talk, you know, I, I know fans hate when, uh, when you, when you jump ahead, but you know, only, only two games left now. Um, right. So, so this in the bowl game, like you said, with, with a coastal win, uh, all but assures a bowl game for us now, um, if that was ever in doubt. Uh, so, you know, winning this game, getting the nine wins, like I said, matching that, uh, win total from 2014, regular season win total from 2014. And then, the uh, total win total from uh, 2015 only went in eight games in the regular season. So, uh, you know, surpassing that and then with the potential to uh, go for your 10th win in, uh, in in the bowl game, the most ever in uh, in our history of FBS. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing uh, the turnaround this, that this coaching staff has uh, put together. Yeah, it is. And, and even at this point at being eight and three, it's amazing. Um, and it, and it's, it, it, I don't think most fans thought that we would have eight wins um, before we came into this Georgia State game. Well, we didn't. I mean, let's let's no, be honest. No, we, didn't. we didn't. I mean, we, we we said in the beginning that you know we we thought that six to eight range was you know we both agreed that was probably the range we were going to be in, and we were looking more at that six to seven win category. We said getting to a bowl game, we would be ecstatic with that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and getting to eight would just be unbelievable. And, and here we are with a chance for nine and possibly 10. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and, and it, it's just a testament to not only how well Lunsford's done, but how his whole staff has, has done with, with these group of, of students and these, these athletes, the, uh, it's just a phenomenal job and to get them to really, to get all these players to buy into what they were telling these kids in order to succeed is amazing right because you just had two years two of the worst years really in our program um and to to just have these these athletes just buy into to what Lunsford was was trying to do and to and for all these coaches to get them to buy into what what they were saying was gonna you know help them you know succeed and win football games is just amazing um and I you know you got to give all the credit where the credit's due, and that definitely is to Lunsford and his coaching staff. But it's also to the to the determination and to these players for always believing in themselves, even before the season started, when most people didn't. Um, and most people were like, "Man, if if we can go six and six, that'll be that'll be a miracle." And you know, it's just been a fantastic season, and 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 that whole football team just really deserves to be recognized, and really deserves to. To, to really um, really get this ninth win and and really have a shot at going for 10 wins because that would be fantastic if they got it. Well, and here's the most exciting thing, right, Cody, is that it only, I mean, seemingly it only gets better from here, is that, you know, this is a young team. This is a coaching staff that's still young. Obviously, Lonsford is his first full year as a head coach. Um, and got plenty of experience on the coordinators, but this is the first time they're they're all together as a staff. Um, and you know, young quarterback and shy words. We talked about him just getting better and better every game, and um, can't wait to see what 
what happens with him, you know, going into his junior year and senior year. Um, you got Logan Wright. Uh, you got you got you know Wesley Kennedy. You, plenty of playmakers, and then also the recruiting. I mean, uh, you know, if if uh, Lunsford as 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 many good things as you can say about him. Um, you know, at the core, he is a great recruiter, and we saw that by by bringing in the top, uh, you know, recruiting class in the Sun Belt, um, you know, last year, and in, in you know, in a short amount of time, um, and you're you're already seeing that with the recruiting now. You know, you got the early recruiting period coming up. Um, we kind of talked about this off the air of of already bringing a lot of guys, focusing on that offensive line, bringing in some some really big recruits. We've already brought in some some big uh, running back recruits, and that's something we'll talk about here coming up um after this uh this uh in in our next episode after we uh you know recap hopefully a win against georgia state and in that kind of lull period before we find out where uh, we'll end up with a bowl you know we'll kind of uh you know take a look at recruiting but that's that's something to to really be excited about because because it's something that this whole staff um you know does a really good job of and it's it's just going to continue us on that uh on the upward uh upward uh, spike yeah and we haven't even really touched on what i think you and i probably would agree with the most important part which is continuity with the coaching staff you know i think most of these coaches and all of them will probably stay through next year which has not happened here in quite a long time yeah and and, and that's something and and we can kind of touch on this right so I mean, in in no way <laughs> am I saying that uh, you know the losses to ULM and Troy, uh, you know, were were good things or, or or positives for the program or anything like that. But um, you know, let's say we are um, you know ten and one at this point, going for eleven and one against Georgia State, with a possible you know possibility of being twelve and one. Um, and making that access ball. Maybe UCF slips up. You know, I know they, they, they dominated in a primetime matchup against uh, Cincinnati. Uh, you know, maybe they fall. Maybe, you know, Boise State, some of these others fall. Um, we get an access ball, right? I, I know this is all speculative, all this. But if, if that happens, you do run the risk of, uh, you know, Lunsford, some of our other coaches getting snatched up. Um, I think where we are right now with that continuity, I, I, I think you're going to have that intact. Um, you know, taking nothing away from them, um, still a, a fantastic year, uh, but it's 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 almost where they're they're right in that that area where where they're safe. Where you know, if if we had that, you know, that 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 huge you know kind of like UCF year of last year of the thirteen and zero. You're gonna have all these teams knocking down your door. Um, you're probably not gonna have that this year. Now, if if this continues, obviously that's something that, you know, unfortunately we're gonna to have to talk about. But uh, I I think we're safe this year with that. And and like you said, it's it's great. It's something that we haven't had, unfortunately. Um, and it's great to have that continuity. It is, and you know, I think I'm I'm kind of like in the the other half of of that uh, thought process or, or, or thinking as far as I would much rather us be 12 and one 13 and one you know a, a huge bowl and have to know, figure it out and have to figure it out yeah, yeah I, I yeah I, I think I would rather be in that that predicament well um, I, I would too and that's what I was saying in, in no way do I think like I mean it's th- this is all 
like retroactive, right? This is all like looking back, like, okay, well, we're here, so at least we probably don't have to worry about this. Obviously, like beforehand, I would have loved to have been, you know, yeah. 11 and 1, 12 and 1. Um, I mean, we all would, but, or, or 13 and 0, obviously. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, but, but see, it, I mean, that's the interesting thing, right? Because, you know, the, the coach for UCF, his name is escaping me, but you don't really hear him. Heupel, in, Josh Heupel. Yeah, Josh Heupel. You don't really hear him mentioned in, in a lot of these coaching vacancies right now. No. Um, and this is his first year, and he's leading them, uh, well, I think they're 10-0 and 0 now. Because um, I, I think the big thing with that is that it was, he was, he retained success and didn't create it, right? So, Well, so, you saw how hard that was to, to you know, continue that success. Just look at what we did with Summers, right? Summers, yeah, yeah. He had, Summers, that 2016 team that we had, and let's be real, that team had a really good possibility of getting to an access bowl. It did, um, absolutely. And and we had Western Michigan, who we had dominated the year before. Yep. We Fritz was there that year. I think we dominate them again. Um, and then you had an Ole Miss team that could not stop the run, and a tech team that was, you know, average. Well, you average had a, you had a Western Michigan team that ended up going to the accessible. Exactly, and, yeah. and we would have beaten them. Right. And you know, I don't know how the rest of the conference um, slate would have played out, but when we we probably would have won that Arkansas State game because they were not playing well at that at that time. You know, we who would have known what would have happened in conference play? But th- that team had a had a really really good shot at being an access bowl uh, contender. Um, and you saw that Summers and, and his coaching staff had no idea what to do with it, and and really and really kind of, um, and really just kind of deteriorated the program from there. And and so that's you know yeah, Hypo to me has he's he's done a fantastic job at UCF, but even with him going undefeated so far, you don't really hear him a lot in, in the in the coaching vacancy talk that's going on right True. now. True, I, I think a part of it is that he's not. He's not that like sexy like uh, candidate, right? I mean, I, I I hate to like bring it to that, but he's just not like Scott Frost was exciting, like and 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 you could argue that with with, with Lunsford, right? I mean, he, he's making national headlines with uh, well dropping chairs and and you know. But do, Lunsford do it, isn't do, sexy. He's already yeah. said that he's blue collar. <laughs> he's blue collar, but but you know what I mean. You know what I mean, Cody. He he has flash. He, he has he, charisma. He has flash. He has charisma, and and I. I, I live in Orlando. I see a lot of Josh Heupel. He does not. He is one of the most boring human beings you'll ever see. He is. He is a offensive genius and guru. He proved that at Missouri. He's proven that now, uh, taking over, like you said, with, with UCF and, and not missing a beat. Um, but he, to me, he just doesn't have that flash where, where Lunsford does. And, you know, he certainly – doesn't have like a, a, as much experience, but I mean, Heupel didn't either. This is his first, uh, you know, head coaching gig. So, um, it, and Frost did it, and Frost did it. But you know, obviously, he he got that gig at um, at Nebraska, where where uh, you know he played quarterback and, and won a national championship for them. So, um, yeah. So I mean, that's it, this again all speculative, uh, but. It's one of those things that, unfortunately, as a a group of five team and and a Sunbelt team that that we're going to have to talk about at some point. Um, But as you said, I think at this point we're we're safe with that and it's going to be great to retain the staff. 
um, in its entirety, hopefully, you know, next season and, and see, you know, how how they improve. And I think they will improve. Yeah, I think they will, too. And uh, I think it'll just it's regardless of kind of how these last two games play out with state and, and the bowl game, um, I think we can safely say that that the conference level going into the 2019 season will be uh, very, very high, even though that 2019 is going to be a very tough, tough year. Um, we got LSU and Minnesota on the road. We have App and Troy on the road. It's not going to be easy, but I think we can go into that game or in that season feeling very confident in what we can do. Yeah, and and, and again, it kind of sets us up to uh, it's a, it's a proven season, right? I mean, it kind of sets us up with you know if we we're kind of putting ourselves in that position that you know all the naysayers to like the UCFs out there. Are, are arguing against of you know they don't have that resume i'm not saying that we're going to go 13 and 0 and you know <laughs> beat beat lsu and you know and all this but by playing those teams by you know and and, and playing our, our conference teams our, our best conference teams on the road um it, it it's only going to further kind of build us and and test us as a program and i think next year with that continuity with an older team with another great recruiting class, um, we're we're going to be very well prepared for that. I think so too. And um, man, it just this just seems just it just the trajectory of our program just seems just to seems to just get higher and higher as as the weeks go on. And I just I just cannot wait to see what happens next year and beyond. Absolutely. So uh, so for Cody, I'm Matt. Uh, again, thanks for uh, listening, as always, to Gotta Talk. Uh, please uh, spread the word. Uh, tell everyone about us. Um, and uh, we will uh, pick this up uh, next week, hopefully, as a uh, nine-win team and, and uh, you know, talking a little bit about recruiting um, and, uh, you know, doing some speculation of, of where we might be bowling. Yeah, I can't wait for that and, and kind of see where we may be and who we may be matched up with. Um, but, yeah, like, retweet, tweet us out, follow um, all that great stuff on social media um, and let us know what you think, you know, what you agree with, what you don't agree with. Um, and we love your feedback and, and we, we always um, enjoy it and, and always uh, can't wait to hear what y'all ha- guys have to say. All right. Hell Southern, Cody. Hell Southern, Matt. Thank you for listening to Gotta Talk. Be sure to visit our website, gotatalk.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Gotta Talk Podcast for more news and coverage of Georgia Southern football. Reach out with questions, share your thoughts, or suggest topics on our social media channels or by emailing us at gatatalkpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Eagle Nation, gotta and hail Southern. Thank <laughs> you.